wow, you, you sent your, your, your kid there, essentially. Who does that? That's ridiculous. Carrie's mom does. Well, that's different. <laughs> yeah. You need to quit talking about Oz. They're all going to laugh at you. In a world where some of the greatest motion pictures ever made are reaching their 30th anniversaries, one group of friends gathered together to pay tribute to these films. Pat Cantagallo. Jeff Mazuka, Dennis Matouche. John Reed. Bo Warmbold. Each week, they feature one movie that reminds us why we fell in love with these films in the first place. This year, we travel back in time to 1984 and 85. You're listening to the 30-something movie podcast. This time we're going to be talking about Return to Oz, which came out on June 21st, 1985. Had a rating of PG, for obvious reasons. Um, Rotten Tomatoes uh, gave it a 55% critic score and a 71% user score. Uh, the budget was uh, $28 million, uh, pretty high budget for this type of movie. Um, the box office was $11 million, hence the reason why we have not returned to Oz until James Franco. Took us back to Oz. I believe the Muppets took us there at one point. Oh, the Muppets did, but we're going to ignore that one too. Pretty bad attempt. Yeah. Uh, the director was Walter Murch, uh, starred um, Nicole Williamson as Dr. Worley and the Gnome King, Jean Marsh as Mombi and Nurse Wilson, freaky, freaky lady, uh, Piper Laurie as Aunt M, who was also the mother of Carrie in the movie, uh, Feruza Balk was Dorothy Gale, uh, Brian Henson played the voice of Jack Pumpkinhead. Um, and my sister would not forgive me if I did not mention this. Denise Breyer was the voice of Belina the Chicken. She was also the voice of the Junk Lady in Labyrinth. Loosely based on The Marvelous Land of Oz and Ozma of Oz by L. Frank Baum, Dorothy, Belina, TikTok, Jack Pumpkinhead, and the Gump lead a daring assault on the Mountain of the Gnome King. This summer, Walt Disney Pictures presents a motion picture fantasy adventure beyond your fondest imagination. You'll be transported miraculously back to the enchanted land of Oz, that magical kingdom beloved by young and old for generations. It's just a yellow brick. No, Belina, you don't understand. This was the yellow brick road. You'll share with Dorothy Gale the shock of finding everything mysteriously changed. What's happened to everybody? And you'll delight with her discovery of four wonderful new friends who band together against a wicked queen and the dreaded Gnome King. This is the Oz you haven't seen before. And this is the Oz you'll want to visit again and again. From Walt Disney Pictures comes a whole new world of entertainment. Just fly back to Kansas. Return to Oz. A couple things that I've got on this one is um, it began in 1980 that Merch wanted to do another Oz story. I guess he was sitting around, they were kind of having a brainstorming session with Disney, and Disney said, what are you interested in? What do you want to do? And he said, all right, well, I'd like to do an Oz story. I mean, it's been 40 years. Let's make another one. 
So they were kind of also interested because they had the rights, um, and the rights were going to run out in, I think, 1985. So they wanted to kind of get something going with doing another Oz story. And so Merch kind of picked this up and, and started the story off and intentionally made it a little bit darker. Um, you know, he knew it was going to be a little bit darker, but he thought that would be something that modern audiences would enjoy and appreciate. Um, but he did want to keep it more faithful to the books, which I think we will all agree it, it is more faithful to the original novels. Um, through the process of this movie, Merch was temporarily fired as the director because I had budget and other things were getting out of control, but he had several friends, um, of whom we've never heard these names before, George Lucas, Francis Ford Coppola, and a few others that lobbied to get him back in as the director, and he was reinstated. Um, many critics, even at the time, panned the movie for being dark, bleak, and terrifying. So, that's where we are. Um, let's go back to Oz. Welcome by, to the, thir- by the 30-something of- movie podcast, where we re-examine the things that give us nightmares in our childhood. Right. Yeah. So let's All return to Oz was- by way of a shock therapy clinic well everyone's got to love tiktok i mean come on i you know what you know, in fact a I, wind up little guy who says pick me up for years pick me up for years anytime that i'm like you know on the couch <laughs> or in my chair and the kids come by, dad dad we want to play we want to play i'm all right all right and i put my hands out and i have them lift me up out of the chair every single time i'll go pick me up pick me up and they all thought, that, I mean, they completely thought that that was my thing. Yeah. And then Sharon was watching this with me the other day, and she's like, that's not yours. You didn't make that up. Like, no, it was, it was TikTok. Sorry. I stole it from TikTok. I actually... And I'm okay with that. It, I actually, I like TikTok, Jack... I'm roughly shaped like TikTok. So well, I as am I. I think, I think, I think it's, it's a kinship that I feel with him. Pat's shaped like Dorothy. That's true. Well, (laughs) we all have our shapes. I (laughs) a a bald Dorothy, but (laughs) I'm shaped like the Gump. (laughs) Ah, well, there are worse things. Are there though? Yeah, you could be shaped like the Horn King. You could be a Wheeler. Oh, Oh, there you go. Sorry, too far. (laughs) Did anybody else get annoyed? They kept forgetting to wind up TikTok. And now I was the neurotic kid that, like, when I had the wind watch, I would sit there and just make sure it was wound. It's always like, wound. Yeah, and I would like it would be like well, you're a, a minute tight, later. You're a tightly I, wound guy. I maybe I am because I, but I just and it was there was the one scene where he's like he froze in the other room. You better go in there and help him. I'm like, did they forget to wind him again? Oh no, that was a trick. But I was honestly got up and I was frustrated. Well, you, like, gotta, you gotta you, set up the trick though. You, yeah, I know. So that was cool. I mean, are you kidding me? Did they really forget to wind him again? I know it's a little nuts, and you know. Which curses, some people do, and I'm cool. Curses on his designer for having that many different windings. Yeah, I mean, come on, I mean, a, like you know, great thought for a security officer. Well, you need to up. Yeah, apparently, if, if you're part of the army of Oz, apparently your wars don't go on very long, right? Because you know, I mean, you're going to have like a really five long minutes out of a turn. There, Maybe the you know. king was worried about a coup. Like he wants to make sure you know, yeah, like there the, you go. Uh, I mean, I don't know, but that scarecrow. He's a scared dude. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this movie, when I watched it as a kid, yes, it terrified me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember God, but it was great <laughs> <laughs> I remember trying to make connections to the uh, the Wizard of Oz movie yeah and I couldn't and I didn't understand why why doesn't well, you know fine no music no singing no dancing okay great but why are the characters different why is this why is this such a different kind of movie than what I grew up watching um you know what? 
and and I had seen many many times. Oh, it's Oz. Oh, it's God. It's going to be this. But this one's a horse of a different color. <laughs> wow! There it is. There, there it is. is. <laughs> um, and I just remember, and, and I think it it definitely when I was a kid, it killed this movie for me a bit because I wanted it so much to have something to do with the original movie, and it didn't. And I was like, ah, oh, I don't want to watch them. And you know, not to mention. The wheelers freaked the snot out of me. Yeah, it's the, just not right, man. The, the, the room of heads freaked me oh, out. Yeah. Again, all the stuff, like, this is what nightmares are made of. And I was like, oh, I'm not watching this ever again. Fast forward through my life. I, I've grown to like this movie. It's fun. Um, and I've grown to appreciate especially after, then after going back and reading uh, the first handful of novels, I've you know I've I've really grown to appreciate this movie and what they tried to do and I understand now the difference that it was supposed to be and it's not supposed to be a sequel to Judy Garland and company singing and dancing down the yellow brick road. Yeah. How different? I don't even know what they'd sing in this movie. <laughs> Why'd we get up today? <laughs> I have a quick no, I have a quick question. Find the silly so, ornaments. Find the silly were books. the king of your nightmares. <laughs> If, if if reading the books, did the Judy Garland movie fall in at all with the books, or was that just kind of like an adaptation? Oh, yeah, the characters, the character there. names were there. <laughs> really? So that's it. Was this oh, a I second think it was or a third? Was there a second or third book? Was this movie, The Return of Oz, a second or third book? Uh, so there's like a second on this that. Was, that does not sound. They said it was loosely. I was going to say, or was there this a maybe, lot of books in this? Or was this going to be like an eighth or ninth book? And the story that we see in the Judy Garland movie is like the fourth or fifth. I book. don't remember. Okay, I'm um, gonna try to get the list. So the list of Oz books. Um, uh, we've got the Wonderful Wizard of Oz was the first book. The Marvelous Land of Oz is the second book. The Ozma of Oz is the third book. Um, and so this was supposed on... to be loosely based on two and three. Right. Okay. So to give you an idea, um, okay, well, here's some descriptions of the, I'll just do like the first three or four or maybe like five books of, of Wizard of Oz. So the wonderful Wizard of Oz, um, the description they have is Dorothy and her little dog Toto get swept into the land of Oz by a cyclone. She meets a living scarecrow, a man made of entirely of tin and a cowardly lion while trying to get to the Emerald City to see the great wizard. Um... It was reprinted with a different name every once in a while, um, but it was originally just going to be one book. Then, uh, book two, Marvelous Land of Oz. Oh, hold on a second. The yeah. reason that he has all these sequels is that kids used to write to him saying that they want more adventures yeah. of, okay. of the characters in Oz. The ki- children adored The Wonderful Wizard of Oz yeah. and wrote to him and said, oh, okay, then I'll, sure, give, you I'll, give, you I'll give you another yeah. offering. Yeah. So he wrote all these books with... with kids in mind cool sorry keep going yeah, yeah. that's cool no i appreciate it. so yeah. book two so the book two and book three uh, book two the marvelous land of oz and book three ozma of oz um this is where they kind of combined these two stories together and readapted it for this movie a little boy named tip escapes from his evil guardian the witch mombi with the help of a walking wooden figure with a jack-o'-lantern head named jack Pumpkinhead, brought to life with the magic powder of life tip stole from mombi as well as a living sawhorse created from the same powder Tip ends up on an adventure with the Scarecrow and Tin Woodman to help Scarecrow recapture his throne from General Ginger's army of girls. Uh, book 3, Ozma of Oz. While traveling to Australia with her Uncle Henry, Dorothy is swept overboard with a hen named Belina. 
They land in Ev, a country across the desert from Oz, and together with newfound mechanical friend Tick-Tock, they must save Ev's royal family from the evil Gnome King. With Princess Ozma's help, they finally return to Oz. And then you get past that, and the next one is Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz. On her way back from Australia, Dorothy visits her cousin Zeb in California. They are soon swallowed up by an earthquake, along with Zeb's horse Jim and Dorothy's cat Eureka. The group soon meets up with the wizard and all travel underground back to Oz. So basically, don't hang out with Dorothy. Right. Because she's a disaster magnet. That makes sense. There we go. And I guess there's other stories where the Gnome King, because I haven't read all the books, but there's other stories where the Gnome King shows back up again. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, TikTok shows back up again. And the characters, you know, they'll show up from time to Kinda time. Kind of like uh, they all get their own individual stories as you yeah. go lower. There's a TikTok story. There's a Scarecrow story. There's a, re- uh, re- yeah, I never pronounced that one right, Rink Tink. Rinky Tink. Is, is another character they created at some point. Um, and just in your description of those two books, this seems to be a much more successful combination of two books into one movie. I think that whatever the parts that they took, the parts that they cut, the part the way they spliced it, the pacing, it just seems to. That seems to be the the movie we were talking about last week, or um, Black Cauldron, where there were some things like ah, it just doesn't seem to be a good combination of the two books in the in some places. This movie really seemed to do a nice job, just based on your synopsis, of combining all that into a an entertaining movie. And instead of introducing a new character, Tip. I think they stuck with Dorothy just to keep it, mm-hmm. right? you know, so you could say, come see Dorothy and Oz. Right. A bunch of people show up to the movie theater. Right. What was that? Well, if it's going to, I mean, if you said return to Oz and you didn't have Dorothy, well, exactly. I think most, like you're yeah. saying, most of the audience would have said, wait a minute, yeah. this is already a weird take on Oz based on what most of the general public would recognize. Mm-hmm. And then if you don't have Dorothy in there mm-hmm. as well, that's really right. going to throw them off. Well, and then... It, she mentions, you know, what happened. You know, what happened to this place? What happened to the scarecrow, the lion, the Tin Man? And when you find these characters, they're the they're based on the on the drawings mm-hmm. from the original novels. So they didn't even look like the characters that I remember watching in Wizard yeah. of Oz. So again, that was another thing. I was like, wow, they really got that wrong. They never seen the movie, mm-hmm. like, you know, I the, the, the yeah. naive eight year old I was. I saw it older for whatever reason. I don't know if we just didn't watch I I, it. I must or, have been a little bit older too when I because first. all I remember thinking was, "Man, you guys did not age well." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I wasn't old enough. Like I was older than older than eight. I know that because I know we had moved by then, and but I also wasn't old enough to process everything that's happening. Like. Okay, this is a departure because this is based on the books and this is more true. Right. I don't, I don't know if at that age, I don't even know if I knew there were 14 novels. Um, but I just remember, man, age is not kind of young. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it for the first time. And last. these wheelers are kicking your butt. I, the first time I saw it was last week. And, oh, right on. And it's funny because the, what you're describing. You haven't slept since I haven't slept since. <laughs> no, and I was cool with it. But I, everything you described as a kid, I went through in like the first 10 minutes of the movie. This isn't like the movie. This isn't okay. Yeah. Like, and then, but then, like as you grew to understand it, it it happened uh, a little bit faster, you know, because I had the benefit of you guys. You know, we talked a little bit before. Well, it's based closer on the book, or I think my my friend uh, and I were talking about this podcast coming up, and he's like, "Oh yeah, well, it's, when you watch it, it's closer to the book." And oh, okay, so there's going to be some differences. But I watched it, and it was first of all, it's not a musical. 
<laughs> I'm not. What? what? What's going on with in that? The, in the director's cut, though, Ner- uh, Dor- Dorothy, when she's being strapped down and going to give the electroshock therapy, she's nervously whistling somewhere over the rainbow. Yeah? Yeah. Interesting. No, she's not. Okay. Just, that's, that's, that's that, that would be that, that would awesome. That would be awesome in a creepy kind of way. Uh, but, you know, it was like, okay, this isn't a musical. Man, that would have been really I was going to say, that's, that was awesome. Yeah. Was, actually, I was like, there's a director's cut? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, John Reed will be making the director's cut. Yeah. Uh, Return to Oz. That's right. Starring. <laughs> Well, and then I got Dorothy Gale. Yeah, I'm Dorothy Gale. Yeah, so, and then all of a sudden I got past that, and okay, it's not a musical. Then I got watching it, and it was just like, man, that, and I was starting to get frustrated, like, okay, they're going to stick her in this. Well, because then, then you start, you're trying to define what it is. Right. It's, like, it's an you, acid all right, trip fine. It, It's right. not a musical, but what is it? What is and this I was, that I'm watching? And I was starting to get mad, like, why are they treating Dorothy like that? Why? And then all of a sudden I realized, like, no, I'm not getting mad at the movie. The movie's doing what it should. I'm getting caught up in the movie. Oh, I really like this. This is pretty cool. Okay. Well, they're trying to make sure Dorothy keeps her feet on the ground. Yeah, don't, yeah. Don't, don't do what you dream, Dorothy. Right. <laughs> Yeah, don't talk about what you dreamed, Dorothy. No, well, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Keep your mouth shut, or like, we will zap you. Even, yeah. even at the end of the movie, Ozma's like, Mm-mm, no, shh, no, don't. Yeah, how about it? Don't, <laughs> don't tell say anything. anybody about me or anybody mm-hmm. else. I always because... thought that the doctor seemed to, to be a little bit too happy about shocking a child. Well, well, that's like, well, let me use this machine. Look, it has eyes and a mouth. Do you know what that is? That's a tongue. There was way too much reference. I'm, I, I got to be honest, clowns kind of freak me out. Just oh, say that. dude. Not a happy call. And that was like Jack Pumpkinhead. Okay, he's a cool guy, but there's a little bit. Okay. The the scarecrow, the way he kept moving, I was like, I can't, like, <laughs> when my daughter sees things that freak her out, she just won't make eye contact. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Star Wars Day down at uh, um, yeah, uh, the, the zoo. The zoo yeah. I guess the Wookiees freaked her out. She just oh, sit yeah. there like this. Like, she'll be right next to it, and she just won't look. She'll just do this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how it was whenever the scarecrow was on, on, on stage. It, it's not there. It's and it was like, bam, there's, when she slides into the underground layer, bam, there was the scarecrow kind of flipping around. I was like, I just wouldn't look at the scarecrow because it was like, man, that thing just is weird. Well, the, the helmets that the wheelers wore mm-hmm. were oh, yeah. kind of clown-like, so like evil-looking yeah. mm-hmm. clown-like. Yeah. And if I remember, like... You, the first thing you see of the wheeler is you, you see the helmet, you think, yeah. oh, it's someone wearing a mask. And then he lifts his head up, you realize that's sitting on the top of his head, and his face makeup is it's kind of freaky as well. Yeah. Yeah, Nightmares. Nightmares. Out of an 80s rock band or I, something. I, I like the, the, the masks of the wheelers. I was, uh, that was kind of like Darth Maul before he took the hood down. And when mm-hmm. he took, takes the hood down in, in Star, Star Wars, it's kind of like, you're a little less freaky now. Those horns are kind of funny looking. Keep the hood up. And that was kind of the wheelers. Like, the masks were pretty cool. And then all of a sudden, they looked up. And it was just like, all I could think of with the wheelers then is, what's that Adam Sandler movie where they're sitting in the park and they come rollerblading by and you throw the stick and they all fall over? And all I'm thinking, yep. it's like, why don't you just trick the wheelers up, you know, kind of thing. So, but I was getting involved. In the end, they did get beat by a mechanical army armed with a That's lunch true. pail. Yes, I mean, that's true. realistically. Yes, that was. It's pretty awesome. It was awesome. I was caught up in the movie. I, I had fun with it, man. It well, good. that's and that was all the stuff that I loved about it as a kid was the, you know, you have the lunch pail tree. Like once you get to Oz and you got you have the lunch pail tree and you oh, got of course in Oz the, you don't have that out in reality. Well, I've been working on it. No, 
Cool. I'll let you know. Okay. Figure that out. Yeah. Um, let me know. <clears throat> right. And, you know, the deadly desert, you know, every single kid has played the game where you, you know, tear the cushions off the couch and you throw it around the living room and the floor is lava or right. it's a desert that if you touch it, you're going to die or it's the bog of eternal stench from Labyrinth or something like that. Um, swamp of Sadness. Uh, this, shut up. We don't talk about the Actually, Swamp of Sadness. Actually, it's funny because the desert was my one issue with the movie overall. Was, really? Well... You've chosen to use Dorothy Gale, okay? So you're taking a character that we already know. It took me out of the movie for a second when she says, oh, this is the deadly desert, and how the heck do you know that, little girl? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She studied up on Oz when she was there <laughs> like 45 that? years ago. There's a lot of, there's, there's a, well, she says that she flew over it. She does. Yeah. She attempts so I'm, to. I'm sure in those in-between time, off-camera, in the original Wizard of Oz. But she flew over she it talked to them. by herself. Yeah. Well, no, I guess she did have the wizard, didn't she? Well, you know how sometimes when, in, in movies and they show the aerial view and then the maps are all labeled? <laughs> okay. I think that Oz, in Oz, Oz is the, word, the words are printed on the ground. Oz is labeled correctly. So as she flew over, she was like, oh. Because she knew everything about it. She knew, well, oh, you can't step on that. Yeah, no. You can't. And her well, what, do you think, when they were, what do you think they were talking about when they, when they were doing her hair in the first Wizard of Oz? What do you think oh, they talked about the whole enough. time? Oh, yeah. And there's another good one. She's in a basket of a hot air balloon. How did the slippers fly? But out? wait a minute, I thought, and, that, and now I'm trying to remember, and now I'm, but I'm, I'm referencing the one that this isn't based on, so I guess that's kind of. Well, and that's where I'm going with the desert well, thing, wasn't too, in, but. She wasn't like, in the hot air balloon. Because I thought she. The hot sh- air balloon flew off with yeah. the lizard in it. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then her shoes fell she off. She kind of clicked her heels, and I don't know how they fell off after she clicked her heels. Did well, yeah, that's okay. So, or, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's some issues here. And then when they're talking about what I'm, what I think is cool is when they're talking about, well, I'm the princess so and so, and I was the, my dad was the first king of Oz before the wizard showed up. I'm like, I want to know what happens. Like, how does the wizard come into power? And was there, you know, read the books? Okay, yeah, that I want. It makes me want to read the books. Or you could go see the James Franco movie, or not. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that was an interesting. Yeah. Um. The, the only part that you mentioned, the ruby slippers, the only part that took me out of the because I loved, and I, and I remember kind of noticing this as a kid, I loved how I recognized that the nurse was Mombi and that the doctor mm-hmm. was the Gnome King. And I don't know that I, with the early, the first Wizard of Oz movie, I don't know that originally as a kid I picked that up, that the farmhands were also oh, I know, all I of the characters. I was much older before but I in, figured that out. But in Return to Oz, I, I did. And so I'm looking myself. at that going, well, that's really cool that the Doctor is the Gnome King. And then the only part that took me out of that was when, you know, this intimidating evil Gnome King that's about to, you know, take over all of Oz, he all of a sudden, you know, slips out his feet and he's wearing these ruby slippers. And I'm like... <laughs> That's kind of like Skeletor showing up in high heels. Mm-hmm. They're like, that's not so intimidating. Thank you for my ruby slippers. But they're whatever, so Whatever gets you going there, buddy. But, but I mean, Everyone's the, got their thing. We don't judge at the 30-something movie podcast. I do. I was going to say that's all we do. That's pretty much all we do. Yeah, well. um, we so judge movies. We judge movies and the people in them. Uh, and the characters, and their personalities, and, and, their each mental, other. and their mental state, and Pat. And Pat. We, we if, you would, if, if you would also like to judge Pat, you could pledge to the 30-something movie podcast uh, by going to the30podcast.podbean.com and become our patron. I don't know what level the judging Pat uh, reward is at, but 
Uh, it's in there somewhere. I think just above the uh, autographed eight by ten, and just below the you know be a host on the show, win a date with Pat kind of thing. Kind of stuff. But yeah, you can you can have like two minutes of judgment uh, on the show. So we'll throw that in there at some point and ding and enjoy. Shameless plug over. Um, I'm about to go donate some money. <laughs> I am That's too. right, man. I mean, if we do it for free, but you know. That's right. Got to got to pay it forward. Um, so, having said that, this is a very creepy movie, and maybe not necessarily for children. I did not show my kids this movie because <laughs> I like it when they sleep through the night. Because obvious reasons. <laughs> because, how, yeah. Okay, but on this topic of that, how old? I would show. I, I would this? be okay showing 30. this. Yeah, thirty. Um, I would be okay showing this to John. Okay. John's eight, and I would be okay showing it to him, um, you know, because he's seen, you know, we went on vacation, and, and when we were on the plane, he was sitting next to me, and uh, the special treat was that he and I were going to watch Jurassic Park. So nice. Okay. If the kids can, can sit through Jurassic Park and not have nightmares, then I think Return to Oz is probably okay. Yeah. Okay. Wheelers. Um, so, Wheelers. Well, the wheel, I know. Wheelers. Um, Room full of heads. That's also true. So my question would be, what is your, and I, I've got a couple, but I'm going to narrow it down to one. What is your single most creepiest moment in this whole movie? I'll go first. The Mombi headroom. And the whole part where she's got to go through and grab that powder of life. She has to unlock that. Well, first of all, she has to go get the key that's on the headless Mombi body's arm sleeping in the bed. And she's got to untie that from her wrist and, and then quietly sneak in there, unlock it, and then reach right in next to that head and grab the powder of life. No, thank you. No, mm. I would abandon everyone else that's locked in that upper room. I'd find another way out of Oz. I'd send Pat. And I'd send Pat in to go get the key. And I'd the, go get the key. Would you get the key? And, and the powder of life? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know martial arts, though, so you could probably... <laughs> well, I don't know about that. It's <clears throat> right. And there drop, were no, there were no, cl- the head. no clown heads in there, so... Well, that's true. Mm. But that, I mean, that scene in particular, and that's another reason why I will not show Nora, who's <laughs> almost five and no way... Um, just that whole scene and that whole, you know, I, I said it that way earlier, that whole Dorothy Gale and the screaming and all the other heads are screaming and, you know, I, that would still give me nightmares as a 34-year-old. So that would be my scene. I The wheelers creep me out so much. I think it's a clown thing. I think it's a people walking around on four legs with wheels thing. There's just something unnatural and weird about it. So I think I'm going to go with just that, that first Wheeler introduction. And because the music is so ominous there, because and you, you're really still being introduced to Oz, this new version of Oz, and the Wheelers are like the first bed that you come across. So I think you're just sort of smacked in mm-hmm. the face with it. Beware the Wheelers. And you're like... Dude, what just happened? I know. I think that's why that one gets me. And once you're, I think for me, once I'm past that, my my threshold gets reset mm-hmm. for what's going to be spooky. But that first one is the one that makes me go, oh, well, that, we and, and you just said, beware of the wheelers. That's the other thing that when you first get there. I mean, first of all, the yellow brick road is broken up, and that kind of gives you an indication. All right, right. things are not. Yeah, things, was, things was, are not going to be okay. We're not in Kansas anymore. We're not in Kansas anymore. Oh, Bam. And this, dog with this movie's this movie's taking creepy to eleven, um, and then you get to you have the broken up. That yeah, you're welcome. Um, you have the broken up yellow brick road, and then you get there, and other things are kind of broken down. But then you've got graffiti in Oz, and I remember that was kind of weird watching it as an adult. I'm like, well, that's strange. It, 
Like, it's Oz. Everything should be clean and pristine. And she gets to the rundown Emerald City. Right. The Ozians are all turned to stone. Like, there's a lot planted there that's already making you feel uncomfortable. And then, like Bo said, all of a sudden, that first Wheeler shows up. And for me, it wasn't only the look of the Wheeler, but the sound. The sound, yeah. Like, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the high-pitched laughing, screeching sound that they made when they were going all over the place. They'd be there, and then they wouldn't, and all of a sudden they'd pop out there, and they'd hide back. You just didn't know where these things were. You didn't know what they could really do. They just kept popping up in front of you. Um, and for me, like, it's that scene, and then it's a tie between that scene and and just the whole play out of the the headroom scene. Just the... the I, I, I'm getting uncomfortable thinking about it right now. <laughs> well, a just, it, heads should make you uncomfortable, really. Yeah. I mean, if it didn't, I... It, well. it, it just it, it 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 bothers me to the point where it just if I keep thinking about it I'm not going to sleep tonight. Mark of a good movie. I mean, exactly. that's, absolutely. It's cool. I wouldn't change a thing. Right, about no, it. I, I know that's what you're saying, but I mean, it, that's yeah. I love the fact that as as an adult, it still makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, it still scares me. Yeah, and it always will. And I, I like you said, Mark of a good movie. Cool. After how many times I've seen it, after how long this movie's been around, I know it's coming. But even so, but it doesn't matter. It's, it's still going to make it's you still gonna, just a little bit. Yeah, make the skin crawl a little bit and make me fidget in my seat. Yeah, cool. You know, definitely kind of freaky scenes with the wheelers and the heads and all that kind of stuff. Which, as much as you know, when the heads started screaming and all that, I mean, no heads got, no one got punched in the head. I mean, pardon the pun, but you notice, I mean, that's a whole line. I'm going to punch you right in the head. I mean, it was basically these heads just sitting there and, you know, nothing got punched or thrown or anything like that in that scene. You know, it was just kind of, but I guess Dorothy was a little girl, so that kind of freaked her out. Um, I, what, what are you trying to say about us, Pat? Yeah, I, you know, <laughs> well, Pat's going to go all kung fu on the head. Well, are you saying we're little girls, Pat? In all fairness, I was the one that was compared to Dorothy Gale as the body type. So, you know. Yeah, that's the, true. So, yeah, the one thing that freaked me out. Actually, that would be Jason, but he's not here. So. <laughs> yeah. We, did, we actually have photographic evidence of him dressed as Dorothy. Can we put that on our website? Here. Maybe we can put that on our website. You got to you can I gotta see if I can find it. First. Take that up with our with with uh, with, with 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 Jason. I mm-hmm. definitely don't want to uh, speak for him on that one. The one thing that freaked me out though was um, the, uh, the the mental ward or, or whatever. You yeah. know that freaked me out. And you know the the fantasy stuff. And it wasn't so much a matter of it not being real, but okay, you got some headless person coming at you. Once you get over that it's a headless person. You just learn how to com- combat that. Okay, it's a bunch of screaming heads, but then you slow down and you realize... <laughs> You're assuming you get over the fact that it's a headless person. Right, that's you. the part <laughs> I think I would have trouble with. Screaming, who knows? The screaming heads... But this is Pat talking. Well, that's true. Scream- this, yeah, the screaming heads, but then... Okay, the, the heads... Okay, now the rock monster... You know, I mean, that got a little freaky when he started screaming and coming after them, but, you know, they, they, they figured out his game. They figured out... The, the mental ward, that was just a little freaky. And the thing, and I, I know it's a common theme, but yeah, what the heck with Uncle What's-His-Name and Aunt, Auntie M that, yeah, we're just going to take you out to this new thing. We need to leave you overnight. Yeah, like, 
Like, hell, you're going to take my kid overnight? What are you right. talking about? And then as soon as, what happened? Goes in the back of what? We're going to plug you up to this electrical machine, and we're going to do this thing. We're going to belt you. As soon as they were like, that's my thing. As soon as you're like restrained, and you know, it was like, oh, you got to get me out of this thing. Like mm-hmm. that, that, and you know. The, Somewhere. Oh, that would be awesome. I got to be honest. I'm kind of bummed. That's not in the director's cut somewhere. Yeah, um, me too, because that's cool. But that was, and I, I just like that last scene when, you know, they were taking her, the the evil, what's her name, by, and she was in the jail, the, the prison cart and all that kind yeah. of stuff, and Dorothy was just staring at her. There's, there should have been, I don't know, it would have been cool, you know, some kind of a gesture or the cart explodes. Dorothy giving her the finger. Yeah, she yeah was, maybe that would have been yeah. it. Maybe that would have been it. Just, just like, yeah. yippee ki That's right. That's right. There we go. Ed, I'm not sure what you're after here. This is a kid's movie. <laughs> well, is it? You know what? I'd like to see Return to Oz, the Pat Canigallo cut. Yeah, I, and I guess that's. I guess that made me happy. The bullies definitely got got it in this one. But I get that. that Mommy got it. eaten by Falcor. Yeah. So it's all okay. But, but uh, did it really happen? So yeah, that that would have been the scariest part Are for me. Are any of us really here? There is no spoon, but it's going to be at least. I took a couple of pills. <laughs> it's red it's, and blue. You took a couple of pills. You took both pills. Yeah, what happened? You did. Apparently, get bloated. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the scariest. Thing. That's not the pills. <laughs> <laughs> we all love each other. It's fine. It's funny as, there. as I discuss this movie more. I like it more. I think the more I watch this movie, I'll probably like it more and more. Whereas there's some movies that. that I just have to stop watching these movies because the more I watch them, the more I hate them. And <laughs> do, you, do you ever go back after we've had any of our discussions and rewatch a movie that we just talked about? I've, some, yes. I've never sat and rewatched a whole movie, but I have walked out of here, gone back, and picked up a quick little section that someone talked about that either I thought I missed or I hadn't interpreted right, and I wanted to see it contextually again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I watched the only one I've done that with is Spinal Tap. Ah, I yes. did go back and rewatch Spinal Tap again. Okay, but yeah, no, and, and that's you know this is a movie where if you gave me a choice as a kid, and maybe even now as an adult, if you said, "All right, we're going to sit down and we're going to watch an Oz movie," what do you want to watch? Do you want to watch Wizard of Oz, or do you want to watch Return to Oz? I think I would choose, and I know Wizard of Oz is the classic. I think I would choose this one. That I would rewatch more often than Wizard of Oz, just because I don't know. I like this one better. Singing and dancing scarecrows scare you? They don't scare me. The other one possibly disturbing. Well, I mean, I, I think I'm disturbing, so that's probably so because why the guy I like this one better. Well, that once I heard that, that kind of creeped me out a little Did you ever bit. See it? I I think so. It's pretty cool. I mean, I have the Blu-ray, so I can go. I can go take a look in high def, but. But yeah, I mean, I think if you gave me the option, I probably would rewatch this one more often. Because really? I really like, I like the confrontation at the end with the Gnome King and the whole idea of having to go into that room and and, and try to make the decision. And if you you know you if you don't pick the right thing, you get turned in and added to his collection. And I don't feel like, you know, the the chase with the monkeys and everything else at the end of Wizard of Oz. Yeah, but I, I just feel like there was more dread in this one that you could be, I mean, I guess she was threatened by the witch and she was going to die in that, but it, I don't know something about this one where you get permanently turned into part of his collection and there's no leaving and us. there's no, right. You're stuck and that's, there's no way out. I mean, that to me, 
that to me is a little more interesting than the way the original Wizard of Oz movie ended. I never got in the original, and I remember this being a kid, I never got why the woodsman had an axe and never used it on the monkeys or the witch or anybody. <laughs> like, I just was like, dude, you got an axe. Why are you running? Start hacking. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, the... Because uh, it's Oz, not The Walking Dead. <laughs> maybe. But then, see, the thing that the thing that cancels out the original is, have you ever seen the musical Wood, uh, Wicked? Although, yeah, I'm going to interrupt for a second. Sure. Go watch the, and we used to have it on VHS somewhere, and I think I found it on YouTube, so I can send it to you. Go watch the Japanese animation 1982 cartoon of, of The Wizard of Oz, yeah. and he's using that axe on people left and right. Cool. Like, there's a giant bear so you beast. you then. There you go. There's yeah. this giant bear beast that's, like, running after them, bear. and there's a part where there's, like, a cliff, like, the, the there was a bridge or something, and the yellow brick road fell and there's a cliff that they have to jump across. Yeah. So they jump on the lion's back, and he leaps across to get them across. Cool. And this big monster is coming, coming, coming. And eventually it gets to the point where the Tin Woodsman, if I'm remembering right, he like has to take his axe and just... Really? There's a scene slash sitting around the campfire, and he's a little bit further back. And you, know, <laughs> you just hear the scraping of his axe on the stone as he's sharpening and, it. In the background, he's, he's sharpening his axe somewhere <laughs> over the It's a reoccurring theme. Everybody's awesome. singing this song in the most creepy way possible. Well, I think Wicked, seeing the musical Wicked threw off like the original, like because Wicked is, if you say, it's such an awesome story and it, so that this one kind of broke from that and I, I get what you're saying. Cause well, it's, if you're, not to take the sidebar too far, but have you read the book Wicked? It's now I hear I've heard that's even a it's depart- a horribly I, written book. I don't I've heard about it and so I don't want to ruin the McGuire's not I, a good author. You hear that, McGuire? You're not a good author. Wow. We are losing listeners left and right here. <laughs> yeah. I, I like the musical. I'm gonna called, leave it at that. Called out Disney great. Right. No, 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 I get what you're saying. So, the musical took the elements of the book and and, get, and made it that story, which is I've heard and, about and cut the, all the other crap out of the book. I've heard about that the, didn't need to be there. I've heard about the elements in the book, and yeah, I, I, I'm just yeah. We'll move on, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's uh, that's that's interesting. But yeah, I, I liked this was a cool movie. All right, so out of out of four mobby heads, what do you give this movie? I give it three and a half mobby heads out of four. I can agree with that. Three oh, and a half mobby heads. I want to know where the half head is coming from, but oh, <laughs> I'm just trying to picture half a mobby head. It was the it was the, head? it was the tin woodsman. He finally got to use that axe. I, I would will find you some heads well, if you want some I would, I would give it a three and a half mommy head. Yeah, I, I'm with that. Okay. I'm getting more excited the more we talk about it. I like it now. <laughs> I'm going to go watch it now. Than, yeah, better than the, the half hour. We'll iPad. We'll watch it as soon as we're done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, it was a cool movie. All right, so if you have not seen Return to Oz, go watch it, unless you're a child. Then grow up a few more years and then go watch it. Then and, go watch it. With the yeah. lights on. Or with the lights on. And, you know, if you can afford therapy after that, that's probably going to be a good idea to save up for some of that, too. Um, so that does it for this episode of the 30-something movie podcast. Let me remind you very quickly um, that we do have, if you'd like to send in any feedback for the show, we do have a voicemail line now, uh, 87235-MOVIE. That's 872-356-6843 and leave us a message. Uh, We will feature your comments, questions, and or feedback on the show. We also have set up a crowdfunding page, which you can find by going to the30podcast.podbean.com and clicking on the Be My Patron link. We have rewards at all levels of support, and we are definitely working on that win a date with Pat uh, and or two minutes of judging him. 
uh, but we'll get that up there later. Aren't those the same thing? It's pretty much the same thing. So you, you, can, can you go judge on a him date after with, the date? You, you can you can go on a date with Pat and then judge him. It's you, all at the same reward level. You have to you have to run all this by Pat's wife. Once once she gives the final stamp of approval, I, I think Tammy will be okay with it. Okay. All right. Well, we'll run that by Pat's wife, and then we will uh, set that up as the highest level of support for the thirty-something movie podcast. The lowest level of support, you go on a date with me. <laughs> so don't be cheap. Self-deprecating. Okay, so we 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 love our listeners. We'd never subject you to that. Um, <laughs> but anyway. Um, so I cry myself to sleep tonight for a whole different reason. Well, that's, I mean, that's not different than any other time. Um, so we've got coming up in August, uh, we are going, our recording for that's probably going to be about middle of the month, so look for these. In August, we are going to be looking at The Terminator, Back to the Future, Repo Man, and Brazil. So mostly 1984 movies, uh, we've got the 1985 Back to the Future stuck in there in the middle. So we will bring you those four next time, um, but thank you for listening, and we will see you then.